is on the air. Tonight's game on 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com is presented in part by the Saugatuck Athletic Boosters, OK Tire Stores, Sales Heating and Cooling, and Central Park Law. Trailblazer Football is also presented by Glenda's Lakewood Flowers, Van Weir and Hardware, and Russ's Restaurants. Now let's go to the field for Saugatuck Trailblazers High School Football on the Lake Shores 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. Good evening, football fans. Thank you for tuning in to 927 The Van and 927TheVan.com as we are ready to bring you some high school football action here from Jarvis Memorial Stadium. The Saugatuck Trailblazers are getting ready to take on the Schoolcraft Eagles. Both of these squads having a pretty stellar year so far this year, 7-1 and one apiece. Saugatuck dropping their first game of the season last week and Schoolcraft losing a few several weeks ago but being able to get it done last week against Delton Kellogg both of these programs their one loss has come to the Lawton Blue Devils Schoolcraft dropping to Lawton 29 to 22 two weeks ago and Saugatuck losing to Lawton last week 21 to nothing their first loss on the season you're going to hear a little bit more about how both team seasons are going. It is homecoming tonight for Saugatuck. We've seen several homecomings so far this season, and Saugatuck has spoiled a couple, including Union City and Delton Kellogg earlier this year. Of course, both of those being on the road. It's good to be back in the broadcast booth after missing last week against Lawton, and we're happy to see what happens here. The band Members who are seniors are getting recognized for homecoming at this point in time as their duties during halftime are going to be pretty full with what they're trying to do. They will be announcing the football players as well. We apologize if uh, you hear some ringing in the background. The PA system is having some issues tonight for uh, the stadium here, so we'll see if that uh, can get corrected. But on the bright side... Hopefully you're not sitting in the stands listening to that here. But it's going to be a great night for football. The fall colors are upon us. Saugatuck here lined up and ready to go wearing their home blue uniforms with white pants. Schoolcraft wearing their white uniforms and gold helmets still warming up on the southwest side of the field. We're going to get the coin toss in just a little bit as well, but we're going to bring you a little bit of info about both of these teams when we come back after this break. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. Is your mattress causing you to lose sleep? Fred the Mattress Man here to tell you about The Last Mattress. The Last Mattress is built to last using stronger gauge pocketed coils with a 30% higher coil count and double the standard edge support of most other hybrid mattresses. But durability does not sacrifice comfort. Sagatech Inner Urban. My station is 92.7 The Van. And we're back here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium with the Trailblazers getting ready to take on the Eagles of Schoolcraft, a clash of two 7-1 programs out of the Southwestern Athletic Conference Valley Division. Both of these teams 2-1 and one in conference play. Their lone loss to the Lawton Blue Devils, who are currently 
four and zero, although they are seven and one on the year after dropping one to out of conference Constantine back in September. They're going to be wrapping up the season with Comstock tonight, which, for all intents and purposes, you would imagine would be a victory for Lawton. But to get to a little bit of information about the Schoolcraft Eagles, they are averaging 36 points a game on the offensive side of the ball and only giving up 16 points a game defensively. They wiped the floor with Delton Kellogg last week 50-6 to and have put up 45 or more points in three games this season. Their lone loss, check that, uh, there are two losses, one to Constantine and one to Lawton. Uh, they gave up 27 and 29 points respectively. But other than that, their defense has not given up more than 20 points a game. Number four, Ryan Ling is going to be one of the players to watch for Schoolcraft, the starting quarterback who is taking reps under center right now with wide receiver Carson Sabovoda, the two senior leaders on the offensive side of the ball for Schoolcraft. He's actually making a catch right now in pregame warm-ups. So those are two players that we're going to keep an eye on for Schoolcraft. These teams played each other the last couple years. Last year they actually did not physically play as Saugatuck's season has been well documented that it ended a little bit prematurely. Schoolcraft ended up 7-4, and four, losing to the aforementioned Lawton Blue Devils 35-21 to in the district championship game of Division 7. And then two years ago, in 2021, they did play Saugatuck right here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium, and Saugatuck took that victory 42-21. to So they've traded blows the last few years. Schoolcraft looking to get back against Saugatuck this year after getting the forfeit win last season. But it's going to be interesting for both of these two teams. They are vying for a home playoff game next week. At least that is the anticipation as both of these teams are ranked in the top 10 of their respective divisions as far as it goes with the playoff points. And a win would push them that much further to getting a home playoff game. Now, a loss doesn't necessarily exclude them from being able to host, but a win makes it that much closer for them and a lot easier gaining those points than not. So both of these teams are going to give it their all tonight and be ready to go for the playoffs, both of them having seven wins and clearly in playoff point contention as the top 32 teams for each division makes it into the playoffs. Saugatuck was uh, ranked fourth last week, dropped to eighth after their loss against Lawton, and Schoolcraft was uh, seventh and remains there this week as well. So that's a little bit about Schoolcraft. Coming up after this, it's time to hear about your Saugatuck Trailblazers right here on the Lakeshore. It's 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. It's Trailblazer Football. This is Jack Godfrey. And I'm Kerry Cooley. Join us weekday mornings for Money Matters Minute on the Lakeshore's Wake Up Call with Brent Allen. Brought to you by Cooley Godfrey Investment Group right here on 92.7 The Van. Here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium, where the Saugatuck Trailblazers are just about ready to take on the Schoolcraft Eagles. Schoolcraft has huddled up in their end zone. Saugatuck running their last couple plays before they get ready for the national anthem and homecoming. 
The student section still working on turning out as the weather isn't the most ideal. For uh, the fans tonight, it's uh, not as bad as last week, though. Driving rain caused a lot of fumbles for the Trailblazers, and they were not able to put any points on the board against the Lawton Blue Devils. Not uh, the most... It's not the easiest thing to do. It's uh, understandable that they were not able to against a team that is averaging giving up 12 points a game. Saugatuck, for their own right, is only giving up 11 points a game on the defensive side of the ball and scoring 32 points a game. Prior to the Lawton game, they were averaging 37. So the Lawton loss dropped their points per game average by five points a game and increased their defensive points given up per game by two and a half points. Their margin of victory prior to that in their first seven games was 27 and a half points. Like I said, they spoiled two homecomings already, looking to make it 3-0 and on homecoming nights here as they are up against Schoolcraft. Of course, the three-headed monster in the backfield to look out for is Matt Hardrink, Will Doucette, Landon Miller, and Brad Moore as well. Hardrink, of course, the quarterback on the roster, and the band is almost ready to come out on the field. We'll be sure to drop you the national anthem as well as the starting lineups in just a little bit. But we appreciate you riding along with us tonight. I'd like to give a shout-out to my man Adam Cameron back in the studio, making us sound as good as possible. And Darren, the camera guy, doing everything that he can to make Tuck look great. And a special shout-out to Julia Walker, who's crushing it as a special assistant and statistician. As the band gets ready to go out on the field and play the Saugatuck fight song. As I said, both of these programs are vying for a home playoff game next week. Saugatuck, of course, missing the playoffs last year, but had made the playoffs six out of seven years prior to last year, 2019 being the only season that they did not make the playoffs or have a winning season outside of 2022. And before that, it was a string of great seasons. Head coach Bill Dunn in his 23rd season at the helm. And Nathan Ferenczi, the head coach of Schoolcraft, in his sixth year over there. Schoolcraft looking to match last year's win total when they went 7-4. and four. It would be 7-2 and two if they won this one. Saugatuck. Already exceeding their win totals for the seasons since 2018, most recently when they went 9-2. and two And lost in the district championship that year to Palamo Westphalia. Schoolcraft likes to open it up offensively. Saugatuck likes to keep it on the ground. The wing tee style, they've aired it out more this year than we've seen in years past. So a little bit different styles clashing against each other. And we'll see which one wins out. We're going to take one final break and be back with the National Anthem and starting lineups after this. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lakeshores. 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. Your home for Saugatuck Trailblazers football and the best music around the clock. We are the Lakeshores 92.7 The Van. WYVN. Saugatuck Holland. 
here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium. The Trailblazers are going to take on the Schoolcraft Eagles. The band hustled out there, snuck the national anthem in while we were on a break, but we will still get you the starting lineups from the PA announcer in just a minute. Carson Sloboda, wide receiver, number 10, Colby Lloyd, at running back and wide receiver, number 12, J.D. Ryder, running back, number 20, Isaac Nura, lineman, 55, Jake Bailey, lineman, 56, Caleb Goldschmetting, lineman, 58, Drew Hamelin, Lineman 64, Carter Miller, and lineman number 78, Ethan Goddard. The head coach of the Eagles is Nathan Ferency. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we'll postpone the introductions for the coin play. Sargatuck has won the coin toss and elected to defer their choice to the second half. Schoolcraft will receive. And now, here's the starting defense for your Sagatuck Trailblazers. <laughs> Defensive back number two, Captain Bradley Moore. Linebacker number three, Cass Stanberry. Defensive back number four, Captain Matt Hartgrink. Lineman number seven, Captain Will Doucette. Defensive back number 10, Norm Boss. Linebacker number 15, Captain Landon Miller. Defensive back 53, Noah Morgan Lara. Here is defensive lineman number 58, Shri Patel. Linebacker 59, Chris Foley. Lineman 60, Mason Raycock. And lineman number 88, Carter Miller. The Sagatuck Trailblazers are coached by Bill Dunn. There you have it, folks, the starting lineups for the Trailblazer defense. 
and the Schoolcraft Eagle offense. As you heard there, Saugatuck won the coin toss, chose to defer to the second half, so Schoolcraft naturally deciding to receive. They're going to be receiving in the southwest end zone, heading to the northeast end zone. That is right to left across your radio dial. Saugatuck to be defending. As I said at the top of the broadcast, wearing their home blue uniforms with white pants. As Cam Lewis tees it up and lets it fly, we're underway. The final regular season game of the year for both of these squads. As Colby Lloyd fields it at the 15-yard line, has some running room on the far side of the field. And Schoolcraft is going to set up shop out near the 41-yard line. Nice return from Lloyd right there. We'll see if the Saugatuck defense can slow down the offense better than the kick coverage can. The lights are on here. It's a balmy 52 degrees at kickoff. Only a 15% chance of rain. We've definitely had our fair share of weather surprises this season as Schoolcraft comes out in the shotgun set. Three receivers to the near side. Ling fakes it, throws it up, and... Great defensive effort right there from Norm Boss. Shed a block and deflected the pass at the same time for an incompletion right there. Ling, the left-hander, faked to his right. That was Lloyd by his side. Tried to run a bubble screen. And Norm Boss said, no thank you, second and ten on the first play of the game. As I was saying, we had some wild weather uh, Saugatuck's game against Buchanan was canceled and postponed to the following day. Last week, lots of rain, but a picture-perfect Friday night for football here as Ling slings it in there right near midfield, complete to Karsten Svoboda. The two guys that we mentioned pregame as players to watch out for. And the completion is made to make it third and two with the ball just shy of midfield. Eight-yard completion. Schoolcraft facing their first third down of the night. Saugatuck's third down defense this season has been pretty solid for the most part. Teams have found luck running around the left side of the offense, right side of the defense, and that is right where Schoolcraft is going here. They're going to pick it up with Ling calling his own number and getting it done. The senior getting a six-yard pickup. as Rakoff make the stop for the Trailblazers, but Schoolcraft has a first down and is in Saugatuck territory after just three plays, thanks to the nice kick return from Kobe Lloyd to start it off. We're just over a minute into the contest. No score yet. Three receivers to the right. Shotgun set for Ling. Drops back to pass. Three steps. Fires. It's Faboda again at the 40, and he is met. By Landon Miller at the 38-yard line, but not before he picks up seven or eight more. Norm Boss also getting credited with the tackle there. As Ling has started two for three for 16 yards. Both going to his man, Carson Svoboda. Two of 12 seniors on the roster. Schoolcraft. Shotgun again, three receivers near side. The give is to Isaac Nora. He breaks the first tackle, breaks another tackle, has enough for the first down, and is ridden out of bounds near the 30-yard line. 
by Captain Matt Harderink. Harderink usually solid in the run support from the safety position, but you don't like seeing your safety having to make tackles that far downfield. As that's the second first down for Schoolcraft, and they are methodically moving the ball. It's on the 31-yard line for the Blazers. Nora comes in motion, takes it on the jet sweep to the near side. Saugatuck stringing it out. Nora doing his best to stay on his feet, still driving. Goes down about the 25-yard line. He was hit out near the 30. Stopped by a tribe of trailblazers right there. But still gets six yards on that carry. Great effort right there from the senior running back. Ling gets the signal. Hustles over to the near sideline. I should say the near hash. That's where the ball is. Songatuck is on the near sideline. Under nine minutes to go. First quarter. Clock is rolling. Play clock down to 15. Schoolcraft staying with the shotgun set. Four receivers. Three to the right. Nora to the left of Ling. Ling is looking right. He's under pressure and he's going to go down. Sargatuck's defense comes up with a huge sack right there. Carter Miller and Mason Rakoff wreaking havoc in the backfield. And that knocks Schoolcraft back behind the chains. It's going to be third and 11 from the 32-yard line. And this drive that had showed a lot of promise may end up stalling out here. Trips to the right, real tight. Nora coming in motion again, right side. It's a fake. Ling's going to keep it right up the middle, and he goes right through the defense, has enough for the first down, and is into the red zone. Sagatuck was not ready for it. They sold out for the jet sweep with Nora on the far wide side of the field. And we're not ready for the wheels of Ling. He picks up a huge first down on third and 12. And sets up Schoolcraft on the Sagatuck 18-yard line. This drive started with the start of the game. And now we're at the 7.5-minute mark in the first quarter. Still no score. Ling gets way down low. I-formation. Give is straight ahead to Nora. He's met in the hole by a couple of trailblazers. Looked like Morgan, Lara, and Lankheat were in there. Both Noahs, 50 and 53. Mason Rekhoff comes out to get a breather. Give Nora maybe two on that one. So it's going to be second and eight from the 17. Schoolcraft comes up to the line. Nine seconds on the play clock. Ball's in the direct center of the field. They come out in a split back formation. Svoboda split out to the near side. Give is up the middle to Nora again. They're trying the ground and pound. Nora breaks a tackle. Spins out of another one. And carries a couple defenders down to the seven-yard line. Ten-yard run for Nora. That is his fourth carry this drive already. He's got 25 yards toting the rock. And has picked up two first downs. Ling has also run it twice and has 17 yards on the ground. 
to go with 16 yards through the air. This is the 11th play of the drive, and it's down on the Saugatuck 7-yard line. Six minutes to go in the first. No score. It's goal to go for Schoolcraft. I-formation coming in motion. As the give is to Nora, motion was Kobe Lloyd. Saugatuck's defense stacks up Nora, and he gets a couple inches, if anything. And Saugatuck. Trying to make a semi-goal line stand here. Second and goal from, call it the six. Ryan Ling definitely gets his steps in as he generally goes over to the sidelines to get the play calls from head coach Nathan Ferenci. And then ends up out on the field. They're staying in the I formation. Lloyd, strong side to the left. Swoboda to the right. Lloyd comes in motion. It's a toss to the far side of the field for Nora. Looked like Brad Moore had an angle on him. Couldn't bring him down. He's going to be right near the goal line. Not into the end zone, says the official. Clock stops with 5.03 on the clock. And Nora's sixth carry of the drive nets five yards and leaves them two yards away. From Ultimate Glory. It's going to be on the far hash here for third and two. Saugatuck's defense looking to stand strong. Can they make it happen on homecoming? Nora's had it six times this drive in 12 plays. You think he's going to get it again here. I formation. Nora's the deep man. It's a give to him straight ahead. Saugatuck is ready for it. Carter Miller making the stop in the backfield alongside Brad Moore and a couple other trailblazers. And it's going to be fourth and goal decision time for head coach Nathan Ferenci and his 7-1 and one Eagles. That knocked Schoolcraft back to the three-yard line. It's going to be fourth and goal from the three. Essentially a two-point conversion attempt right here. We're inside four and a half to go. First quarter, still no score on the board. Schoolcraft is banging down the door. They're going to come back with the same formation. Spavota spit to the right. It's Nora in the backfield. It's play action. Ling's rolling out. He's got a man. He throws it low, but it's caught, and it's a touchdown. Colby Lloyd with a sliding effort snags it just inside the goal line. Looked like he was stealing second base more than playing football, but he made the play right there. Ling got it just far enough out there for the touchdown and the fourth down call pays off for Schoolcraft and Coach Ferenci. As Colby Lloyd started the drive with a kick return and gets the first points on the board for either squad. The point after attempt is up and good. And that makes it 7-0 Schoolcraft with 4.15 to go in the first quarter. Saugatuck will be looking to answer on their first drive of the game coming up in just a few seconds. We'll see Matt Hartrink leading the charge for the Trailblazer offense 
as Coolcraft gets set to kick it off here. Deep to receive for Saugatuck is Will Doucette. The up backs, Brad Moore and Cass Stanberry. Kicking off for Schoolcraft is 78, Ethan Goddard. And he's going to boot it away. Picked up by Moore at the 20-yard line. He tries to go straight up field. Not a lot of room as he caught it outside the numbers. And he's pushed out at the 30-yard line. Jaden Riley makes the stop for Schoolcraft. As the ref has a little bit of trouble receiving the toss right there. As that spot was trying to be made. But in any case, it's set on the near hash here. Songatuck coming out in the wing T set. Stanberry split out to the far side of the field. The give is to Brad Moore for the first play of the game, and he gets about four. Songatuck is known for their ground and pound offense. Not surprising that they handed it off up the middle on the first play of the game. I'd love to see the stats on the percentage of how often that they do that because I personally think that it's quite high. Second and six from the 34. Hardering's going to fake, fake, keep it. Tries to stiff arm, can't get away. That's Captain Caleb Goldschmidting. Yes, I spent all week practicing that one, so hopefully I didn't get it wrong. That is his first tackle of the game, and it was a great one. Arderink looked like he got around the edge, but Goldschmidt was able to bring him down. And that's only a three-yard gain for Harderink. so third and three quickly coming up as the band and the student section trying to make some noise for the Trailblazers. I form set. Play action fake for Doucette. Harderink rolling left, throwing, overthrows his intended target, Jackson Green. Looked like he had a step at the 45-yard line, but that's a tough play as a quarterback. Rolling left, he had a little bit of pressure in his face. Probably had more time to set his feet and make a really good throw there. Instead, that one sails by. He's going to jog off the field as the punt unit comes on for the Trailblazers. And Cass Stanberry looks to send it away. Jaden Reber is back to receive. Stanberry kicks it, a rugby-style punt off the side of his foot, and it goes out of bounds. That's going to end up being about a 17-yard punt. So great field position once again for Schoolcraft to start the drive. They started on their own 41-yard line. Now they're starting on their own 45 yard line and it's going to be first and 10 there they're going to try to add to their 7 nothing lead they're going to start this drive with 2 minutes 47, 46 seconds on the clock here in the first quarter ball's going to be on the Saugatuck sideline hash wide side of the field is the far side 3 receivers split right Ling drops back, heaves one into the Saugatuck night and it is completed 
at the Saugatuck 35-yard line. Jaden Ryber again getting his name called as it's down to the 36. That's a 19-yard pass play right there. As that sets up Schoolcraft in great shape. Looked like Songatuck was ready for the coverage out there. and Ling dropped it in there nicely right in between the corner and the safety. Some jump, jumpy movement up front there. Hard to tell if it's offside or a false start. Looks like the official is pointing in the direction of Schoolcraft. We, we got the microphone hookup here tonight, which could be part of the reason that the PA announcing or the PA system was struggling. And Jaden Reimer, who just made that fantastic catch a moment ago, called for the false start right there. Sets him back to first and 15 at the 41 yard line of the Trailblazers. Shotgun set, five receiver set for Ling. He is all alone. He's going to take it straight up the middle. I don't even know if you can call that a draw because he didn't drop back to pretend to pass. That was just a, a 10 dive. Got maybe one on that one. Carter Miller making the stop. And it's going to be just inside the 40. Second and we'll call it 13. Fifteen on the play clock as Schoolcraft breaks the huddle. In Saugatuck territory here with a seven-point lead. Four receivers. Three to this side as Ling fakes it to Nora. Keeps it coming up and making the hit right there for the Trailblazers was Chris Foley. He's typically all over the field for the Trailblazers and does a great job right there. It's going to be third and 11 from the 37-yard line. Minute and a half to go here in the first quarter. As the sun is officially gone, and the lights are on. Friday night lights. Four receivers for school craft. Looked like one of them may have jumped a little bit. Ling tried to swing pass to Nora. It was nowhere close to him. He struggled on his two swing passes that he's had tonight. That's going to be an incompletion and a fourth down. The last fourth down we saw was Schoolcraft scoring on a three-yard touchdown pass from Ling to Lloyd. Looks like the offense is going to stay out on the field here given the field position. And the juncture of the game. Coming out with a doubles receiver set, two to each side. Nora to the right of Ling in the shotgun. And now they're splitting out two offensive linemen each, a guard and a tackle. The monster formation, but Schoolcraft took too long to make it happen and called timeout. Hard to tell if they're actually going to run a play out of the monster or if they were intending on trying to get Sargatuck to jump off sides. Cocoa, 
So the clock stops with a minute and 10 seconds to go in the first quarter as the PA announcer advertises for hot chocolate and coffee. So if you're near the stadium and it's too cold for you out there, come on down, get a hot cup of joe. And if not, we hope you're somewhere warm listening to this game. We appreciate you riding along with us. Eric Van Swall on the call. Adam Cameron back in the studio. As the officials are blowing out for Schoolcraft to come back out on the field. And the play clock has started without them being on the field. Now they're going to jog on out. And get ready to punt it away. Matt Harderink stands at his own seven-yard line. Ten on the play clock. And it's a fake. It looks like it's a fake. It's to the up-back Ling. He's going to throw it back to the man who lined up as the punter, Caleb Goldschmetting. And he's got a first down for Schoolcraft and still going. Big-time fake right there. Snapping it to the up back in the quarterback who ran to the near side looking like he was going to try to run with it. Everybody on the Saugatuck defense flowed this way and they fired it back across to Goldschmetting, which I think I deserve a gold medal for saying that mid play on the fly. And uh, he made it all the way down to the Saugatuck 12 yard line. What a play call right there from head coach Nathan Ferenczi. And a big-time call, 30 seconds on the clock in the first quarter, and it's a first down for Schoolcraft. They're going to come back after the big play, hand it off up the middle. And get it down to the one-yard line. Check that, 10-yard line. I said one-yard line. I meant 10. And that looks like it's going to be the last play of the first quarter. As the momentum is going, Schoolcraft's way, they're up 7 nothing, And inside the 15, after a huge fake punt, looking to add to it. We'll be back after this. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7 TheVan.com. Hi, this is Patty Meyer from the Felt Estate. Every Friday is a double shot Friday on the Lakeshore's Wake Up Call. Listen to win tickets to the Felt Mansion right here on 92.7 The Van. And we're back to start the second quarter as Schoolcraft is up on Saugatuck. 7 nothing. They just got stopped right as we were coming back from break on second down. And it's going to be third and 11 from the 13-yard line. Huge fake punt that went for 25 yards from Ryan Ling to Caleb Goldschmidting. Which, if you think about it, those two names do rhyme. Saugatuck's offense has had the ball for 
A total of three plays and a punt as Ling play actions, throws it on third and 11. Brad Moore, does he have an interception? And he does! The Trailblazers take over on their own two-yard line. Schoolcraft does not have an opportunity to try to go for it on fourth down like they did when they scored their first touchdown when they went for it on fourth and goal from the three. This one would have been a tougher decision as it would have been, if it was incomplete, it would have been fourth and 11 from the 13. But Saugatuck picks it off with 11.02 to go in the second quarter. And they were staring 14 to nothing in their face. And now it is 7 nothing, and they are going to try to get out of the shadow of their own goalposts starting this drive on their own two-yard line. Great interception from Moore there. He made a diving, sliding effort to snag it. Unfortunately, it wasn't three yards back as he would have been in the end zone. And Will Doucette gets him out to about the five on first down there. So second and seven from the five. I formation, straight handoff, stacked up and knocked back by the Schoolcraft defense was Cass Stanberry, I believe. Absolutely nothing doing there, so it's going to be third and seven. Clock rolls inside of ten minutes to go in the second quarter. Saugatuck down seven-nothing here on homecoming at Jarvis Memorial Stadium. Saw a sneak peek of the float themes and its board game theme this year. I saw Monopoly, Clue, and Candyland. So we'll see who wins that as Hartering drops back to pass. Has a man downfield. It's Carter Miller. It's just out of his reach, off his fingertips. But there is a flag on the field at the 16-yard line right around where Carter Miller was when he attempted to receive that. We'll see what the call is here. It's a big-time call as if it's against Schoolcraft. That would be a first down in favor of the Trailblazers. And if not, Schoolcraft would most likely decline the penalty and make it fourth and seven from their own five-yard line for the Trailblazers. It's going to be defensive holding against Schoolcraft. It's going to be a 10-yard penalty and a first down for Saugatuck. That is the news they needed coming out of that officials' conference right there. As that is... Somehow, Saugatuck's first first down of the night, not by way of poor offensive play, as it is how much Schoolcraft has been holding the ball for time of possession. Saugatuck had three plays prior to this drive. That started three plays ago. And they tried to set up the middle again on first and ten, and he gets back to the original line of scrimmage. So second and 10 from their own 14-yard line. And they come out in the straight T set. Hardering takes the snap, spins left, gives left. 
Check that. He keeps it himself. Tries to get around the edge. Great pursuit from the Saugatuck defense right there is right at Saugatuck defense, schoolcraft defense. These two S schools really throw me off sometimes. So as uh, Ryber makes the stop, Hardering picks up about four. And it's going to be third and six from the 18-yard line. They got to get out to about the 24 and a half. Ball's on the near hash here. Split out wide is Carter Miller. He definitely has a height advantage on his receiver out there. Coming in motion is Jackson Green. Hardering's going to roll that way. Saugatuck's running the flood offense. And he tries a pass there. Check that Landon Miller, not Jackson Green, was in motion. The intended target was Miller. And he comes up empty-handed there. The defender was blanketed all over him. And it's going to be fourth and six from the 18-yard line. 8.07 to go, second quarter. Schoolcraft scored on their first drive. as a 14-play, 59-yard drive, resulting in a three-yard touchdown pass on fourth down. Saugatuck almost snapping it over the head of Cass Stanberry on the punt. He did a great job to catch that. That could have been catastrophic. Lands about their own 45-yard line, takes a Saugatuck bounce to the Schoolcraft 40. So a significantly better punt that time for Cass Stanberry and the Trailblazers. As Schoolcraft will take over with 7.55 to go in the second quarter, looking to add to their lead. I said at the top of the broadcast that prior to last week, Saugatuck was averaging 37 points a game offensively, absolutely running over Opposing defenses left and right. They had 40-plus points in four games, including 49, 49, 42, and 60. But uh, the last five-and-a-half quarters have been blanked as Ryan Ling keeps the first keeps the ball for the first play of the drive for Schoolcraft and gets it into Saugatuck territory. A 13-yard run right up the middle for Ling. Sets up Schoolcraft in great shape with seven and a half to go before halftime and the homecoming festivities. We'll see if we can get the homecoming king and queen on for the postgame show. That might be a big ask, but uh, cameraman Darren might be able to make that happen. Schoolcraft, first and ten from the Saugatuck 47. Ling's going to fake it, keep it again. Breaks a tackle in the linebacker section. Gets up to the secondary. Matt Hartering drops him at the 45. At the 35. Check that. And it's a first down. Once again for Schoolcraft on the 11-yard run. Ling approaching 50 yards rushing in the first half. As the ball spotted squarely on the 35. Ten seconds on the play clock. Trips right in the shotgun for Ling. Takes the snap, gives it off to Isaac Nora, who finds a seam, breaks a tackle, stiff arms another one, and he's down the sidelines. It's a foot race between him and Brad Moore, and Nora's going to win it. 
touchdown for Schoolcraft. That was a 35-yard romp from Nora to push the lead for the moment to 13 to nothing. Not the best tackling we've seen from the Trailblazers this season. As three or four defenders had an opportunity at them. But Nora broke those tackles and not throwing any shade at the Saugatuck defenders. have seen Nora carry the rock nine times tonight, including that touchdown run as Saugatuck blocks the extra point. And that's going to leave the score at 13-0. to zero. Carter Miller got in there, put an arm on it, and rejected it like he's been known to do on the basketball court. But Nora is a tough tough kid to bring down, and he showed that on that run right there. Saugatuck has an opportunity to respond before halftime. Got to get something going on the offensive side of the ball. Defense has been out on the field all night. Normally you would say that, uh, you know, the defense is tired and the offense needs a break, but Saugatuck having 18 players on the roster Essentially, the offense is the defense as far as personnel goes. So they're going to be out there for the same amount of plays anyways, but they'd rather be having those plays on the offensive side of the ball, and they'll be looking to do that here. If you're not counting punts, Saugatuck has run nine plays this quarter, or this half, excuse me. While Schoolcraft has run 24 plays offensively. This ball's going to land at the 12. Bounce to Matt Hartrink. He stumbles with it. Check that. Will do set. Stumbles with it. Picks it up and gets run down at the 20-yard line by what feels like the entire kickoff coverage unit from Schoolcraft. They're going to give him the 21, so we will as well. Drew Hamlin making the stop for Schoolcraft. One of the captains, number 58. 6.16 to go. Saugatuck needs some mojo. Handoff up the middle to Doucette. And he doesn't go a whole lot of places with that one. Two yards, if anything. And the call has been made for the homecoming. The homecoming court to assemble as they're getting ready to run out there at halftime. Play clock down to 15, five and a half to go. Saugatuck in no rush at this point. Hardering, play action, drops back under pressure, and he's going to throw an interception. Ends up right in the hands of Gavin Hart for Schoolcraft, and he looks like he might make a house call on this one. Down the sidelines and into the end zone. Ill-advised throw from Harderink right there. He was under pressure, threw it off his back foot, and skied it into the night. No receivers really around. And that is a dream for a defensive player right there. Gavin Hart 
making a big-time play, a 40-yard interception return for a touchdown. And just when it looked like Sokotuk was going to attempt to start driving to cut the score in half, they hand Schoolcraft a touchdown on the interception. Probably just got to take a sack there as Schoolcraft is going to fake the extra point and take it in for the two-point conversion. Ryan Ling running it in after the last one got blocked. They put it back to 21. So big-time touchdown for Schoolcraft right there and the two-point conversion. Makes the score 21 to nothing. And Schoolcraft scores two out of three plays. A 35-yard touchdown run from Isaac Nora. Will Doucette had a two-yard run and then a 40-yard interception return for Gavin Hart. Sagatuck reeling after that one. 5.20 to go before halftime. They're now down 21 to nothing, which is the final score of last week's contest. And now there's a fake onside kick, or a surprise onside kick from Schoolcraft. Heads up play in the front row by Sagatuck to jump on it right there. Jordan Hosher, the sophomore, was ready for it. Schoolcraft broke the huddle, kicked the onside, and ran up. And if it wasn't for Hocher making the recovery, Schoolcraft would be looking at another first and ten and looking to push the lead even further. Saugatuck has a chance, though, here to get on the board once again, this time with good starting field position at their own 45, and it's a keeper from Harderink. He gets tripped up after a couple. And is out to the 48. Ryan Ling on the tackle. That's going to make it second and seven. We cross the five-minute mark before halftime. And the homecoming festivities that will be upcoming here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium. Ball is right on the orange S. As Hardering gives it up out of the tee. Moore not really getting anywhere. And Sargatuck's offensive line has been struggling to keep Schoolcraft at bay. It's going to be third and seven from their own 48. Fifteen seconds on the play clock. Sagatuck still in the tee. They give us to Landon Miller. He plows forward, gets across midfield, but it's going to be fourth down. Time to see. What Sagatuck does here. Fourth 
As it's fourth and four from the Schoolcraft 49-yard line, the first time Saugatuck has made it into Schoolcraft territory tonight. Three and a half to go on the game clock, 15 seconds on the play clock. Saugatuck taking their time. May end up trying to see if they get Schoolcraft to jump off sides, get a free five and a first. They didn't really take the opportunity to do that, though, as by the time they got up to the line of scrimmage, Saugatuck called the timeout with the play clock winding down to two. And that is their first timeout of the first half with 3.18 to go before the break. Seems like a good opportunity, I would think, to go for it. Down 21 to nothing. Ball just barely in Schoolcraft's territory. In any case, fans, feel free to stick around for halftime where we check out the out-of-town scoreboard and maybe bring you some stats if you're lucky. And potentially some homecoming drama as well as we'll have the court out there. And remember, fans, we've always said that sportsmanship is a golden rule in action. But why should it stop when the game's over? Now more than ever, we need to respect each other, treat each other with common decency, not only in between the lines, but outside the lines in our daily lives. In sports and in life, nothing beats good sportsmanship. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics alongside the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. And while we were getting that PSA to be a good person, Schoolcraft decides to take a timeout. Back-to-back timeouts we have here. I think they were surprised that Saugatuck decided to come out with their offense and potentially run a live play. For whatever reason, the second quarter always seems to take a lot longer than the first quarter does. Although, it was a few weeks back where we had the longest second quarter in the history of second quarters. I believe that was the Coloma matchup. The officials had several conferences, and I think the first quarter took a total of 15 or 17 minutes of real time. And the second quarter took like 47 minutes. It was, it was an interesting stat. Schoolcraft almost jumped off sides there. We're going to go for it on fourth down. Harderink hits his man more, and it goes through his hands at the 40-yard line. Incomplete, and Schoolcraft's going to take over at the 49. Saugatuck's offense, unfortunately, just has not been able to get anything going tonight. And after starting with the best field position they've had in an evening, had this evening with their own 45-yard line, they give it right back to Schoolcraft four plays later and six yards away at the Kraft 49. That sounds like a, a combination of like Kraft Foods and Heinz 57 right there, the Kraft 49. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Five wide set for Ryan Ling. Play action on the jet sweep motion from Nora. Ling dances his way across midfield. Down to the Saugatuck 46-yard line. And it's just been tough for any Saugatuck defender 
who is the first one to arrive at the ball carrier tonight to get them down, whether that's Ryan Ling or Isaac Nora or Caleb Goldschmedling. Schmedding. Kobe Lloyd, you, you name it. Just not going down on the first hit. So second and six, 21 nothing in favor of Schoolcraft. They have the rock under two and a half to go before homecoming descends upon the football field. Ling drops back to pass, hits Nora on the swing pass. Sagatuck tried to bring pressure on the near side, but a great job stringing it out and running it out of bounds. Several trailblazers in on that one. Cass Stanberry and Norm Boss, I believe, the first two to make the stop there. That's uh, maybe a yard gain right there in the swing pass. Schoolcraft has had a lot more success tonight running it straight up and down the middle and throwing across the middle than they have trying to hit the outsides on jet sweeps and swing passes. Sagatuck is moving very well laterally, but not so much vertically as it's third and nine now. Looked like a receiver jump for Schoolcraft. Ling puts it up in the air and finds his receiver at the 30-yard line. What a connection right there. Colby Lloyd again making a big reception. 20 yards for Lloyd. Stanberry on the stop, but it's enough for a first down. And Schoolcraft in business again. At the Sargatuck 25-yard line, just over a minute to go. No need to hustle. They have two timeouts and only 25 yards to go. Out of the gun for Ling. Five receivers set, ball in the far hash. Nora comes in motion. It's a jet sweep handoff for him. He's got a running lane. Norm Boss attempting to bring it down. Punches it out. It's on the deck, and Sargatuck has it. Momentarily lost it. And now there's a scrum at the 17-yard line for who's got the rock, and somehow Schoolcraft Gets back on the football. Great effort from Norm Boss right there. Punched it out from behind for Isaac Nora. But the ball goes down to the 12-yard line, and that's where Schoolcraft has it. A 13-yard run and a first down. Nora coming back in motion. Ling's going to keep it up the middle. He's all the way into safety territory. Tries to run over Harderink. Harderink makes the stop, comes up a little slow. Ling dove for the end zone, ends up a little short, but it's going to be first and goal from the one with 30 seconds to go before halftime. Clock winds, but Schoolcraft's got all the time in the world. The third first down of this drive with Ling right there as he hands it off to Nora and he's into the end zone for a touchdown. That's Nora's second score of the night. He had a 35 yard run in the first quarter. This one a little more straightforward for him as it was a one yard plunge. And that's gonna make it 27 to nothing with 12 seconds to go before the break. Ethan Goddard on to attempt the extra point. It was had one blocked earlier, made one, and he misses this one to the right. 
So that makes it 27 nothing in favor of the Eagles. And they're doing their absolute best to spoil homecoming for Saugatuck. Maybe Saugatuck can make some magic happen with 12 seconds to go here before the break. Fans, sportsmanship has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside the lines in our community. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, and to have competition without contentiousness. Sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life and self. Let's all work together not only to be good sports, but be good people. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics alongside the Sisters Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. Goddard boots this one away as they had a surprise onside last time, and Moore is cut down at the 24-yard line. Great tackle right there. I believe that was Isaac Nora making the stop. He's been all over the field tonight. Toting the rock, making stops, you name it. Six seconds came off the clock here. And Sagatuck's going to have what you would imagine would be one last play before halftime. And they're going to kneel it down. There's the knee. And we're going to head to the break. Sagatuck is as well. The good news for the Trailblazers is they get the ball to start the second half. The bad news is they're going to start that second half down 27 to nothing. We'll see what adjustments they can make as homecoming is coming up after this. And we'll bring you the out-of-town scoreboard and some stats as well. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lakeshores. 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. Anywhere without us. Your home for Hope College football. Streaming and broadcasting 24-7. We are the Lakeshore's 92-7. The Van. WYVN Saugatuck Holland. And we're back here at halftime for the Saugatuck Trailblazers here at Jarvis Memorial Field. We have homecoming being announced in the background. Kudos to the football team that has five players on homecoming court. And it appears two players that are participating in the band. So, Saugatuck's football team pulling double duty tonight. As I'm out here only doing single duty, just calling this game for you called dedication unfortunately for Saugatuck what is not going their way is the game tonight they are down 27 to nothing against the visiting schoolcraft eagles in danger of falling to seven and two on the year let's step out of town and see where the scores are going for around the area 
It could be worse for the Trailblazers. They could be Hudsonville tonight, who is down to Rockford 41 to nothing midway through the second quarter. Coopersville and Allendale locked in a tight one, 14 to 7 in favor of Coopersville over the Falcons. Central Montcalm and Lakeview. Lakeview, a program that Saugatuck played and beat earlier this season. They're down 25 to nothing to Central Montcalm at halftime. Grand Rapids Catholic Central, who's been a powerhouse so far this season, is up 35 to nothing on Ottawa Hills. South Christian versus Wayland. The Sailors are up 14 to 12. Comstock Park and Nuego are going head to head tonight with Nuego up 18 to 13 on Comstock. Comstock Park, that is. Comstock High School, a program that Saugatuck plays. East Kentwood is up on West Ottawa. The Falcons over the Panthers, 16 to 7. Granville hosting Jenison is up 22 to nothing on Jenison. Belding is up on Tri-County, 36 to 6. West Catholic is all over Fruitport in the second quarter, 51 to nothing. East Grand Rapids and Forest Hills Northern, 7 to 7 in the second quarter. That's a tight one at Forest Hills Northern. Unity, the Battle of the Christians, Unity Christian and Holland Christian going at it. Holland Christian is up on Unity Christian, 34 to 8 in the second quarter. Zealand East and Reith, Zealand West, excuse me, and Reith Puffer is 6 nothing in the second quarter. Forest Hills Eastern edging out Cedar Springs at halftime, 13 to 12. Forest Hills Central over Greenville, 21 to nothing. Lowell, the Red Arrows up on the Eagles of Grand Rapids Christian, 21-14 in the second quarter. And at halftime, over on our sister station, 99-7-1450 WHTC, you can hear Greg Chandler on the call with the game of Spring Lake between Hamilton. Spring Lake is up on Hamilton, 20-6 at halftime. Greg would be... Happy to hear from you over there, but we appreciate you listening to this one as well. Despite the scoreboard for Saugatuck being 27 to nothing, we'll be back after the longer break and see what homecoming festivities we have left. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lake Shores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. Start your day with the songs you know and can't get enough of. Keep your hand off the snooze and wake up with Brent Allen. It's the Lakeshore's Wake Up Call on 92.7 The Van. And we're back here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium where homecoming is going on. The band is out on the field I do not know how long they'll be playing for, but let's throw it over to the band for the time being, and then we'll bring you how we got to this point after that. Percussion instruction is by Melissa Raywood. 
Jeff Brents, and Michael Campbell. Drill design is through Juno Orifice of Orifice Limited Visual Enterprise. The Saga Truck Band consistently receives superior rates. There you have it, folks, the Songatuck Trailblazer marching band performing for what could be the final time here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium this season. Trailblazers were looking for a W tonight to secure a home playoff game. Now they will be in wait-and-see mode. Still an opportunity to get that done with the resume that they have for this season as of right now they are seven and one on the year if the score holds tonight they'll drop to seven and two although their two losses would be against division seven programs Sargatuck of course in division eight so we'll see what ends up happening I believe the Results will be announced on Sunday night. So we'll see what happens there. Both of these squads squarely in playoff contention at this point. As I said, Sogtuck is sitting in eighth place with 38.375 playoff points. Just slightly ahead of Fowler and Harbor Beach. So they may drop down, but they are a full four points ahead of White Pigeon and Muskegon Catholic Central, who are the closest programs here. So it looks like they might end up hosting anyways. 
for Schoolcraft. They are tied for 12th right now with 34.5 points exactly with Manchester. So if the score stayed the same, they would be bumped up. They cannot catch Lawton at 7-1, who is in 6th place with 42.7 points. But both of them firmly in, firmly in the playoff conversation. So the good news for Saugatuck is this game doesn't have bearing on whether or not they make the playoffs. The bad news is they got 12 minutes twice over to get things sorted out for what will be their final half of football before the playoffs roll around and you move on to win or go home status. They've had a phenomenal year to this point, but not so much in this game. How did we get here? Well, Schoolcraft started with a 59-yard drive, and it was 14 plays capped off by a three-yard fourth down pass play from Ryan Ling to Colby Lloyd. He made a sliding grab in the end zone. It looked like for a moment Sogtuck's defense was going to hold. After five straight runs from Isaac Nora from inside the 20-yard line, wasn't enough to get it across. They went with the play action and got it to go. Sogatuck came back, had two run plays for seven yards, an incompletion, and punted it away. The punt wasn't fantastic. And Schoolcraft had a 19-yard pass play to start the drive, followed by two runs that put him back to third and long. And an incompletion made it fourth down, but then arguably the play of the game, at least to this point, a fake punt pass from Ryan Ling to Caleb Goldschmidling. Schmidting, I say Ling every time, the Ryan Ling and Goldschmidting it's hard to follow up with, but Goldschmidt had a 25-yard catch and run off the fake punt pass, and that set up Schoolcraft for what you would have thought would have been their second touchdown, but instead Brad Moore intercepted it on the Saugatuck two-yard line. Saugatuck's drive stalled out several plays later, and they had to punt it away. Schoolcraft had it on their own 40-yard line, but three plays later Isaac Nora had... 35 yards to find the end zone. The extra point was blocked, so it was 13-0 at that point in time. And there was <clears throat> not a ton of worry from the Saugatuck sideline. But after a two-yard will-do-set run on the ensuing Saugatuck drive, an interception by Gavin Hart was returned 40 yards for a touchdown and really upended the game in Schoolcraft's favor. Saugatuck once again, went what would have been three and out, but they went for it on fourth down and turned it over on downs. Schoolcraft then had a six-play, 51-yard drive capped off by an Isaac Nora one-yard touchdown plunge to make it 27 to nothing. So that's how we got here, and the timing, unlike the first opening part of the game when the National Anthem was being played, is... Absolutely perfect here as Ethan Goddard is kicking it away 
for Schoolcraft to start the second quarter. Brad Moore picks it up at the 15-yard line, and Schoolcraft pins Sagatuck in the far corner. And they're going to start the second half right about the 22-yard line. So we'll see if it's a tale of two halves for the Trailblazers. As they come out in the wing tee set, and the give is to Cass Stanberry. Didn't hear his name very much in the first half. He picks up a solid four yards right there. Making it second and six. Harderink gets the signal. With 20 on the play clock, Sagatuck breaks the huddle. And they go right back to Stanberry again. Same spot. He breaks a tackle, breaks it into the open field. It's a foot race down the sideline. Stanberry. Can he go the distance, giving Chase our two tacklers from Schoolcraft? They will not catch him, and it's a touchdown, Trailblazers. Exactly what the Trailblazers needed right there, a 77-yard touchdown run from Cass Stanberry, and they are on the board here. Big-time play right there. Officially a 73-yard run. He had a four-yard run to start, and they started on the 23-yard line. But that is what Saugatuck needed, and just like that, it is 27-6. Cam Lewis for the extra point. The kick is up, and it is good. 27-7. And Saugatuck has some life here in the second half. Their offense is known to be able to do that. And they ripped off a big one right there. We'll see if their defense can slow down the Schoolcraft offense here and give their offense another opportunity. The first half, it was the offense that was struggling, and the defense held up pretty well. well they did give up 21 points, but... Two of the drives that Schoolcraft scored on were less than 60 yards. And then, of course, the interception return for the touchdown isn't a knock against the defense, although it will go against their opponent's points per game given up. Sargatuck needs a couple more big plays like that, but less than a minute into the second half. They're on the board. It's 27-7. Cam Lewis kicks it away. Nora receives at the 7, mishandles momentarily, gets back on it, takes off with it, breaks a tackle, runs into Landon Miller and a tribe of trailblazers at the 27-yard line, and he's dropped there. So Schoolcraft looking for an answer after the big-time run from Cass Stanberry. I don't believe he had a carry... In the first half, we'll have to double-check with our stats team. 
He did have one reception for two receptions. All right, check that. One reception for eight yards. And uh, now has two carries for 77 yards. Schoolcraft out of the shotgun. Handoff to Nora. Carter Miller immediately makes him in the backfield. Sagatuck is fired up right now. And you love to see it here on homecoming. Maybe homecoming inspired the squad. Like I said, five trailblazers were on homecoming court. Two were playing in the band. There was also a couple females on homecoming court that were also in the band. So props to them for rocking their dresses and the saxophones. And that is a six-yard loss. The best defensive play outside of the interception for the Saugatuck defense. Second and 16 now from their own 22. It's going to be a keep with Ling. That play has worked tonight, faking the jet sweep to Nora. He gets eight yards back. Saugatuck's going to have to figure out how to stop that one as Ling takes it up the middle for eight. And it feels like every time he runs that, he gets at least eight yards. It's going to be third and eight, though. Saugatuck can't get too excited. We've seen several times tonight when Schoolcraft has been third and long, and they've either been able to convert or convert on fourth down. Three receivers to the near side, nor to the left of Ling in the shotgun. They have to get to the 38-yard line. Link drops back, looks right, throws. It's high. It's caught. It's Foboda. The main target, three-step drop and out for Ling. And the safety, I believe it was Hardering, could not get there in time. As Foboda picks up the first down, 16 yards. And a big-time conversion right there for Schoolcraft. If Schoolcraft holds on to win this one, Songatuck is going to look at their third-down defense as a potential reason why. Ling drops back to pass, hits a receiver in stride, and it's incomplete. Harderink breaks it up. That was Jimmy Miller, the intended receiver. He had the completion. Harderink came over. Knocked it away. I thought that Miller was going to break the tackle and go the distance, but he ended up dropping the pumpkin right before Halloween and, and everything. But instead, it's going to be second and 10 with 8.41 to go from the Schoolcraft 46-yard line. Staying with the shotgun is Ling. Nora to his left. He fakes to him, throws left. It's completed. It's Svoboda. He's at the 45, he's inside the 40, inside the 35, finally tracked down at the 30, Harderink taking out his ankles. Great catch and run from Svoboda right there. And they're going to mark him at the 29-yard line. So that's a 25-yard pass play on the hook route. From Svoboda, second first down on the drive, under eight and a half to go, and Schoolcraft is moving once again. 
Shotgun, Ling looks left. He throws it. He's got a man on the far side. Can the safety get over in time? No, he cannot. It is completed to Jaden Ryber. He had a lane all the way to the end zone, but he had to turn around to make the catch. Ling left it behind him just a little bit, but it's a good thing that he did. Had he let him, it would have ended up in the safety's hands for Sagatuck. I believe that was Moore there just missing it. Ryber was rumbling, bumbling, stumbling, tripped up, down, at the two-yard line, but it's first and goal to go from the two. Twenty-three-yard pass play right there. And now Ling's going to keep it. Sagatuck's defense ready for it. Stacks him up and knocks him back. From the two-yard line back to about the four. Sargatuck's defense needs a goal line stand here after back-to-back big-time pass plays from Ryan Ling. 25 yards to Karsten Svoboda and 23 to Jaden Ryber. He also had a 16-yarder to Svoboda earlier in the drive on third and eight. And those big chunk pass plays are doing it for Schoolcraft on this drive. Nora, the deep man in the I formations. He's going to get the give. Dives for the pylon. And he's into the end zone for a touchdown for the Eagles. So that is the response Schoolcraft was looking for. On the offensive side of the ball, another Isaac Nora short yardage touchdown run. That is his third score of the night. This one from four yards out. As the offense stays on the field to go for two, with it being 33-7 to after the previous mixed extra point by Goddard. Ling dropping back. It's a pivot route for Svoboda, one-on-one with Norm Boss, and Svoboda gets the best of him. As the two-point PAT is good, and it is back to 35-7. to seven. Schoolcraft two for two on two-pointers, having one extra point missed and one extra point blocked. Sargatuck looking for some answers. We'll see if they can get it. On this next drive, offensively speaking. Fans, the love of the game draws us to sports as players, coaches, spectators, and officials. For officials, it's a way to stay in the game they once played. Feel the thrill of putting on the uniform, stepping on the playing surface, hustling to make the call, and building relationships which can only be built in sports. If you still have that love for the game, we always need new officials. Register now at MHSAA.com. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics alongside the sister stations in Holland of Midwest Communications. Goddard with a pooch kick picked up by Moore at the 25-yard line. Great coverage from Schoolcraft. And he's going to have about a six-yard return there 
out to the 30-31 yard line. And with 6.48 to go in the third quarter, down 35-7. to Saugatuck has the rock once again. Wing T set from the Trailblazers at the 30. Hardering tries to keep it, dives forward for a couple. Second and eight from their own 32-yard line. Sargatuck's offense this game can be summed up in one play. That was the last drive. Cass Stanberry with a 73-yard touchdown run. Amazingly, Sargatuck has one first down tonight, and it was on a defensive holding penalty. This time they try to give it to Moore, and he goes absolutely nowhere. Outside of Stanberry's 73-yard run, Sargatuck has a total of 24 yards rushing. A team that's known for its ground game, Will Doucette is averaging over 124 yards a game as the play action here from Harderink, and he's got Stanberry down the middle of the field. A completion for Stanberry. He gets across midfield, tripped up right near the 40-yard line. Good pitch and catch. And... Cass Stanberry providing the entirety of the offense for Saugatuck tonight from their own 32 down to the 40, 28 yards for Stanberry through the air. And now he goes in motion as Will Doucette goes up the middle in the split back formation and he busts one for another first down. So the pass play to Stanberry opens up the middle of the defense a little bit. As Will Doucette with the quick hitter gets 12 of them. And the last five plays for Saugatuck have now resulted in 115 yards of offense. The rest of the night combining for 24. The give back to Stanberry, puts a foot in the ground, has a chance to stiff arm a defender, but he is taken down at the 24-yard line, but gets about six on that one. So good to see Saugatuck move in the right direction offensively. They're going to call it second and five on the scoreboard from the Schoolcraft 23-yard line. Sargatuck comes out in the split backs with Stanberry in an H-back position on the left side of the offensive line. It's going to be a pitch that direction for Moore. Can he get the edge? He's got it. Great block out in front of him. That was Doucette. And a sliding effort from Gavin Hart. Gets Moore out of bounds, but he shows off the speed on the outside. Takes it from the 23 down to the 8. 
15 yards, and Saugatuck is moving the ball like you would expect them to a little bit more on this drive. They started on their own 30-yard line, and now this is the seventh play of the drive, and they're on the Schoolcraft 8. Stanberry got the handoff. Looked like he slipped a little bit in the backfield. Dove forward to get what he could. Got two on that one. There might have been a lane there. I don't know if uh, that was going to be a house call necessarily. But would have gotten more than a couple without the stumble on the new turf. Clock is rolling inside 320, third quarter. It's 35-7 in favor of... Schoolcraft, but Sargatuck has it second and six from the six. It's Stanberry again. He gets inside the five, maybe down to the four. And now there's a whistle from the officials outside of the normal whistle that we're accustomed to. And there's a conference in the center of the field with the clock Stop dead at three minutes to go. As of right now, it stands to be third and four from the four-yard line, so goal to go. But we'll wait to see what the officials have to say here. So they're calling an unsportsmanlike conduct against the Eagles after the play. Number four, that is the quarterback, Ryan Ling. Not sure exactly what happened, but that's his first penalty. That would be a big loss if he got another one. So that moves it two yards closer. And it's second, uh, third and goal from the two. Can Hardering dive in? He's going to keep it on the midline, and the referee throws his hands toward the sky. It's a touchdown, Trailblazers. The offense looking more like we're accustomed to here in the second half. That ends up being a nine-play, 70-yard drive with Hardering. Getting into the end zone from two yards away. And cutting this lead down to 35-13 until Cam Lewis knocks it through to make it 35-14. Two minutes and 40 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Sargatuck not out of it yet. Fans, it's the second half, and a reminder to check out the second half page of the MHSA website, which gets you closer to the action with features on high school sports from around the state, weekly coach association rankings, and coverage of the MHSA tournament finals, which, as you heard, the MHSA playoffs start next week with the updates on Sunday as to who's playing who and where. In any case... The second half page is a great read with fresh, fresh content, 
content nearly every weekday during the school year. Make MHSAA's second half your first stop for high school sports information. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics alongside the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. Cam Lewis set to kick it off here. And it's going to skitter into the end zone for a touchback. So give Schoolcraft the rock out at the 20. Schoolcraft getting ready to start it up. Ryan Ling gets the call. They come out in the I formation. And it's a handoff up the middle for a few yards there from Nora. They give him five there out to the 25. Second and five. Sogtuck has really struggled to stop the run up the gut tonight. Going to have to lock it down here late in the third and early in the fourth if they want an opportunity to make this one competitive on the scoreboard. Important drive here. Schoolcraft probably trying to not necessarily salt it away, but use up as much clock as they can. And that's why they turn around and hand it to Isaac Nora once again. And this time he gets six yards and picks up the first down. Ball's on the far hash near the Schoolcraft sideline. Shout out to the fans that turned out for homecoming and the final regular season home game, potentially the final home game of the season for Saugatuck before both of these teams ready for their playoff run starting next week. Schoolcraft barely gets the snap off with two on the play clock. It's a pitch and the ball's on the ground and does Saugatuck have it? They do! Sagatuck gets the turnover at the 30-yard line. And a huge swing in momentum. It looked like that was number 15 carrying the ball for Schoolcraft, which is not, on, not listed on the roster that I have in front of me. But in any case, Saugatuck, more importantly, takes over at the Schoolcraft 29-yard line with uh, over a minute to go in the third quarter yet. They were down 27 to nothing at the break as Doucette spins his way to the 27. He got hit hard. I believe that was Drew Hamlin 
making that stop. They're going to give Doucette three on that one, though. And Sagatuck, if they can punch it in before the quarter break here, can end up winning this quarter 21-8 to after being down 27 to nothing at halftime. Not in super urgency mode at this point in time. They're sticking with the split backs. Stanberry on the right. Check that. Moore on the right. Stanberry gets the pitch to the right. Chopped down at the 25. It was strung out nicely by the Eagle defense. Colby Lloyd making the stop there. Stanberry ran a long way for just a couple yards, and it looks like Sarkatuk might take this one in the fourth as the clock is running and is going to hit triple zeros. So we'll be back with the final 12 after this message. Sarkatuk with a little bit of life here in the third quarter, down 35-14, to 14, but they have the ball just outside the Schoolcraft red zone. We'll be back after this. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 927thevan.com. Breaking that awkward silence at offices up and down the lakeshore every day. 92.7 The Van. And we're back for the start of the fourth quarter. Cass Stanberry gets the third and four handoff to the near side as we switch sides of the field. And he stopped just short of the first down, so no doubt Saugatuck will be going for this one here on fourth and maybe a yard. Need the first down here have any semblance of a chance. And they're going to come out in the split back set. It's Harderink with the quarterback sneak. Looked like he slipped for a moment, but able to regain his footing enough to get three yards, a cloud of dust, and most importantly, the first down for the Trailblazers. So it's going to be first and ten right at the 20-yard line. Clock winds again. 11 minutes to go and counting in this one. Sargatuck down 21. They got to punch this one in quick and force another turnover like they did a few plays ago when they forced a schoolcraft fumble on their own 39 yard line. Now we got a whistle. Looks like it's going to be a false start against Sargatuck. That is the call. It's going to remain to be first down for Sargatog. I believe they called 89 when there is no 89 on the roster, so our best guess is that Carter Miller, the tight end, 88, flinched on that one. And now they reset at first and 15. The give is up the middle to Doucette. And he's hammered at the line by nine gold helmets there. That's going to make it second and 13 from the 29. 
And now we got 10 minutes to go in counting. So the last two plays took up an entire minute on the clock. Play action fake here from Harder Inc. Drops back, throws one up, and it's batted away. Jackson Green was going stride for stride with Jaden Ryber. And Ryber with a great defensive effort to knock that one away as he ran the corner route to the far pylon. Did Green. And that's going to make it third down and 13 with the clock stopped at 9 minutes and 57 seconds to go. Wing T set from the Blazers. Four down territory. Play action fake. Harder rink under pressure. Can he get away? He cannot. Harderink goes down for the sack back at the 37-yard line. Brody Apple. Makes the stop. Huge sack right there. And that pushes Sagatuck, like I said, all the way back to the 37. They got to get down to the 10 for a first down. So fourth and 27 is not it for him. And they're going to punt it away with Cass Stanberry. But now we get a whistle and a timeout from Schoolcraft here. Interesting timeout. Must have seen something they didn't like. That's their first timeout of the half with 9.17 to go in the fourth quarter. Fans, you can keep up to date on everything MHSA on social media. Feel free to look us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube for tournament updates, event announcements, and high school sports news from around the state. It's the best way to connect with the MHSA every single day. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics along with the Sister stations of Holland, Michigan of Midwest Communications. So we're almost back in action here out of the timeout. And Sagatuck still looks set to punt it away. Schoolcraft is staying in defensive formation. And Stanberry will pooch it. Pretty solid kick there. Inside the 10, rolls down to about the 6. So as far as punts go, that is Stanberry's best of the night. Schoolcraft's going to have 94 yards to go to try to add to their offensive total. But more important for them, they're going to look to run as much clock as they possibly can. They don't have the most expedient of offenses to begin with, which is just an observation, either a compliment or a slight. And they're going to use that to their advantage here as they hand it off straight up the middle to Gavin Hart, the fullback. Gets maybe a yard there. 
But they get 40 seconds to run down on the play clock. Jimmy Miller getting the play call, running it in. Hand off up the middle of Sonora. He gets around Harderink. He's got enough for a first down and then some. He's down the sideline. He's across midfield. It's him and Brad Moore. Can he outrun Moore? And he is going to beat Moore to the end zone. And he runs across the first down line, trying to hold it out and run as much time off the clock as he possibly can. Moore dies for him. And Nora runs it into the end zone at the last second. Sagatuck fans not happy with that at all. But Nora, that is his fourth touchdown of the night. That one goes for 93 yards. He is over 200 yards on the ground against the Saugatuck defense. And has his offense rolling right now. As Goddard comes on for the extra point. Not the famous scientist. And the extra point is no good. So that makes the score 41 to 14. As the band starts playing the Empire Strikes Back theme song. And Sagatuck solid third quarter erased in the first four minutes of the fourth quarter. Not able to get anywhere with a huge turnover. That they started on their on the Schoolcraft twenty nine yard line. They ended up going backwards and having to punt it away from their 37-yard line after a sack. And then Schoolcraft, two plays later, a, a Gavin Hart one-yard run and an Isaac Nora 93-yard run. And for Sagatuck tonight, it's really been about the big play. It was a 30-yard fake punt pass on fourth down that set up a Schoolcraft touchdown. An interception return for a touchdown for Schoolcraft. And now the big run right here. Nora also having a 35-yard run in the first quarter. Moore takes it from the 15 and has nowhere to go at the 27-yard line where four Eagles stop him up. It's a good effort from Moore trying to run down Nora on the last drive. Man who had the best shot at him was running out to take the signal right now. Matt Hartrink. He couldn't bring him down. Nora tightrope the far side of the sidelines. And made a house call. 41 to 14 now. Inside seven and a half minutes. 
Trailblazers have it in the tee. It's a pitch to Moore. Trying to go wide side. It's strung out. He breaks a tackle, breaks another. And is stopped right near out of bounds. The official on the sideline almost got knocked over. And all of that for maybe a yard on a Mr. Moore. Second and nine from the 27. Hardering keeps it. He's got a blocker out in front, but unfortunately for him, there were six Eagle defenders awaiting his presence. And he takes a shot and loses that hard-earned yard from Moore a moment ago. So it's third and nine under six minutes on the clock. Hard rank play action fake, has some time, stands in the pocket, makes a completion to Carter Miller out near the 40-yard line. And that's enough for a Trailblazer first down. A 19-yard pass play. And Saugatuck moves the chains. Out to the Trailblazer 46. Straight T this time. Stanberry around the end. Stiff arms one defender. Somehow makes the tackle. Jaden Ryber couldn't even see Stanberry as Stanberry had put his hand right on his face mask and then he tripped him up from behind as he was falling. And Stanberry has what looks to be a first down down to the 43-yard line of the Eagles. So that's a 15-yard pickup. It does appear that Stanberry is still down on the field right near the 43-yard line. It's right in front of the Saugatuck bench. We do have a timeout on the field anyways with 5 minutes and 31 seconds on the clock. Hard to see exactly what happened there. I think he got tangled up with Ryber. Might have caught an ankle. Saugatuck players at the moment. Blocking any view that we have. But of course, hoping that he is all right. And speaking of health concerns, health concerns in high school sports go beyond physical injuries. The mental well-being of our young people is a hotter topic than ever before. Michigan High School Athletic Association website has resources to help adults and students recognize potential problems and deal with them in a positive way. You can learn more about these mental health resources on the health and safety page 
of the MHSA website. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics alongside the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. So Stanberry appears to have gotten up under his own power, makes his way over to the bench, and is being tended to by the trainer. And we're back on the field, ready to go. It's Doucette, Moore, and Miller in the backfield in the tee as Moore goes in motion out wide to the left. The handoff is to Doucette, right up the gut. Four or five right there. As Drew Hamlin makes the stop there. It's uh, incredibly confusing for me. I, I looked at the roster for Schoolcraft. thought I was looking at the wrong roster because they uh, also have a Carter Miller on the roster. So both both teams playing with the Carter Miller here as Matt Hartrink keeps it near the Sargatuck sideline. Had Miller out blocking for him. And Ryber making the play right before the first down marker. It's going to be third and a long one from the 34-yard line. Four minutes to go here. And miscommunication. Hardering turned to his right, ran immediately into Will Doucette. And got stopped in the backfield, but then I think every single official on the field might have thrown their flag right there. Appears to be a penalty against Schoolcraft. Not 100% sure what happened. It was right at the end of the play as Hardering was getting tackled. The clock is stocked with four minutes. Four minutes on it, and then we're going to hear from the official momentarily as to what's going on down there. The officials break the huddle after the play. Unnecessary roughness. And it's going to be against Hayden Crouch of Schoolcraft. He seems to be surprised, at least from the reaction that I can garner up here. And that gives Saugatuck a first down. The ball is now marked at the 20-yard line, it appears. Going by the chain gang, not 100% sure. I don't actually see a ball on the field at the moment. 
And there it is. One of the Sagatuck players was holding it. It's going to get marked at the 22-yard line. So after all of that, we're back to action. Sagatuck coming out of the wing tee. It's set, sidestepping a defender at the line of scrimmage. Tripped up by Gavin Hart. And he's inside the 20. Out of the 19-yard line. Second and seven. Just over three minutes to go now. Sargatuck would like to put one more score on the board if they can. It's a pitch to Moore on the wide side of the field. He's getting chased down, and he's wrapped up right at the 20. Loses a yard, if anything, this speed of this Eagle defense. Dare I say they've been flying all over the field tonight. Look like Gavin Hart and Brody Eppel made the tackle there. So that makes it third and nine from the 21. Split back set, Landon Miller in the H-back position. Play action fake, Harderink looking, looking. Has Jackson Green across the middle. Is it enough for the first down? Hard to tell from this angle. Looks to be the officials are going to give it to him. First down for the Trailblazers. The 11-yard pickup, <coughs> excuse me, is enough. It gets the Trailblazers down to the 11, so they can still technically get a first down from where they're at right here. Under two minutes to go now. Harderink keeps after the fake on the midline. Brought down at the nine. Good news for Schoolcraft is they haven't had to worry about Running out the clock here in the fourth quarter. This Sagatuck drive started on their own 27-yard line. And this is the 11th play of the drive. And we're inside a minute and a half to go. Second and eight from the nine. Play action, hard drink, rolling left, under pressure. Escapes the pressure out to the left. Gets a block. Throws it up in the back of the end zone. No one around. There's a receiver in the area, so it's not grounding, but it is an incompletion there. And just like that, it's third and eight with a minute to go. Be sure to tune in Sunday to find out where our next broadcast is going to come to you from. It could be here at Jarvis Memorial Field, or it could be somewhere else if Sagatuck has to go on the road. But the first round of the MHSA playoffs will be upon us next week.
Sargatuck decides to take a timeout on third and eight here with a minute to go. And we're going to take a 10-second timeout ourselves. Best prizes, best music, best listeners along the lake shore. Take us along on the free mobile app to 92.7 The Van. And we're back here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium where the score is reversed 41-14. to 14. Schoolcraft, the Eagles visiting here. Up on the Trailblazers on homecoming and the final regular season game for both squads and potentially the final home game for the Trailblazers this season. With a minute to go, they have it third and nine. Hardrink drops back to pass, rolls left, has a man right at the goal line. It's caught, and it's a touchdown. Third and nine, Brad Moore finds his way into the end zone. And it's a touchdown, Trailblazers. So it's a nine-yard touchdown, capping off a 73-yard, 12-play drive. Norm Boss with the hold, Cass Stanberry with the kick. It is good and it is 41 to 21 in favor of Schoolcraft after that touchdown. So Sonkatuck having a solid second half compared to the first half. They're actually winning the second half 21 to 14. as they were down 27-0 at halftime. Would have been nice to see them get the offense going a little sooner. And not have so many big plays go against them. But that's all right. So the last two weeks are learning lessons for them. And two very sharp teams that are going to be tough outs in the Division 7 MHSA playoffs. Sargatuck will not have to face either of these programs in the playoffs as they will be Division 8 and should stand to be a pretty tough out themselves. Again, we'll find out Sunday exactly who, what, where, and when they're playing. Most likely they'll be playing football, but the who and where and when to be determined. As Isaac Norris calls a fair catch at the five-yard line, on the kickoff from Cam Lewis. And with 40 seconds on the clock, looks like Schoolcraft is most likely just going to knee it out and head back home to be 7-2 and two on the year. The loss will drop Sagatuck to 7-2 and two on the year as well.
And that is exactly the case as the clocks hit triple zeros. And that'll do it for us here at Jarvis Memorial Field. We'll be back after this with the Sargatuck Trailblazer postgame show. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. You don't need hundreds of radio stations on your smartphone, just one good one. Get our free mobile app now for your iPhone or Android at 927thevan.com. We're back at Jarvis Memorial Stadium for the final of the final regular season game here at Saugatuck High School where the Trailblazers drop it 41-21. to against the Schoolcraft Eagles. Congratulations to the Eagles on a hard-fought victory tonight. Strong showing from Sagatuck in the second half. They're down 27 to nothing at halftime and made it 41-21. So they won the second half 21-14, to which is good news momentum-wise for them going into next week when the playoffs start. Both of these teams finished the regular season 7-2 and on the year. Both of them anticipate to be heading towards the playoffs next week. Sunday, we will find out exactly where both of them will end up and who and what time they will be playing at. So check that out to see where the next broadcast will be. That will be at approximately 6.40 Eastern Standard Time next Friday night from wherever the location we wind up, and we'll be excited to bring that one to you. We'll be back after this to wrap it up and send you on your way. It's Trailblazer Football right here on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van. And 927thevan.com. We love the Lakeshore as much as you do, and around here, there's just one choice for great music and fun to get you going each day. It's the Lakeshore's Wake Up Call with Brent Allen on 927thevan. Here we are one final time on homecoming. Saugatuck this season spoiled multiple homecomings on the road. Tonight they get their homecoming spoiled. The Schoolcraft Eagles get it done at Jarvis Memorial Stadium, 41-21. to We're excited for the playoffs to start next week. We appreciate you riding along with us and checking it out, and we look forward to bringing you playoff football next week as this is potentially our last time here at home although we'd love to be home next week as well we'll keep you posted on all that and bring you the first round of the mhsa playoffs next week as of tonight though schoolcraft defeats sagatuck 41 to 21 for adam cameron dan evans brent allen everyone back in the studio i'm eric vanswall thanking you for tuning in to another presentation of trailblazer football We hope you all have a fantastic evening, a wonderful night, and we'll see you next week for the playoffs. Thanks for tuning in to Trailblazer Football right here on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. This has been a presentation of Saugatuck Trailblazers High School Football on 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. Brought to you by the Saugatuck Athletic Boosters, OK Tire Stores, Sales Heating and Cooling, and Central Park Law. And also by Glenda's Lakewood Flowers, 
Van Weeren Hardware, and Russ's Restaurants. Be sure to visit 927thevan.com for a schedule of our next broadcast of Sagatuck Trailblazers High School Football on the Lake Shores 927thevan and 927thevan.com.